0: Tuesday, August 24th, 2021, and this is the Talk Film Society podcast. I am your host, Marcelo Pico, editor in chief of Talk Film Society, here to introduce episode 89 of the Talk Film Society podcast. On this episode, I am talking with uh, two great people uh, Matt Curione of Monsters Never Die and Manish Mathor. ...of it, PodBU and Queer Now. Uh, All those podcasts are on the Talk Film Society podcast network... ...over at TalkFilmSociety.com. We're all talking on this episode about... ...The Suicide Squad, primarily. uh, James Gunn's new movie uh, that's up on HBO Max right now. Um, I'm sure at this point it's it's on there for a few more weeks. Um, You can check it out if you haven't. We're going to be spoiling it. Uh, In the second half of this show... And also, uh, we will be discussing Jungle Cruise and Pig. Uh, Jungle Cruise, the new Emily Blunt, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Disney movie, and Pig, the new Nicolas Cage movie. Uh, both of which, hey, you can watch via streaming or in theaters. Either way, uh, these movies are good in their own way, in, on varying you know, levels. Um, And I'm happy to discuss them on this episode with these two great guests. Uh, Yeah, and I will be doing more of these coming up in the next few weeks. Hopefully, uh, my schedule might get a little bit bit more busy, but we'll see. I'll probably end up doing um, maybe just as many podcasts in the next few weeks, maybe more, depending on what my schedule is or less. So we'll see. So far, so good. Um, And then the next episode after this, uh, I'll be discussing uh, Annette and the Green Knight with some special guests. So stay tuned for that. And then, of course, I'll be doing more top 25 of all time episodes with some great guests down the line. Uh, So, yes, all that's coming up as we as we race, as we hurdle towards episode 100 of this series. It's only taking taken me, what, like 60 years to do it, but yes, it's it's finally happening, uh, crossing the 100 mark. Uh, but yeah, uh, this one, again, uh, Manish and uh, Matt make great podcast guests, and I hope you enjoy this. Uh, before I toss it to me and them talking about uh, movies, let me tell you about TalkFilmSociety.com. Uh, Go over there, check out the podcasts and the articles we have up there now. Uh, There's a great review of Annette by Callie Smith on there, which I highly suggest you read. Um, There's podcasts, of course. Uh, Check out the new episode of uh, Have a Nice Podcalypse with me and Marcus. Um, And yeah, Monsters Never Die just dropped a new episode. Um, Plenty to check out at TalkFilmSociety.com uh and uh what else uh, follow us on twitter of course at TalkFilmSoc. soc uh patreon patreon.com slash society you can follow me on twitter find me uh or instagram or tiktok i'm doing stuff there too uh but yeah i think that'll do it i think that's enough intro um yeah i hope you enjoy this episode if you like this episode um i don't know tell me on twitter email me email me at society at gmail.com. Try to do that. Or hey, you know what? I just realized this. I never do this. Why don't you give us a five-star review on iTunes? Um if you do that, chances are I read them on the show. I read them in these intros. So if you give us a five-star review, I will read your name and the review on the show. How about that? I'll make that I'll make you that promise. So with that as my cat meows. uh, I will not do this again uh, because uh, this is going great so far. Um, With that, I will toss it to me, Manish, and Matt discussing the Suicide Squad, Jungle Cruise, and Pig. Enjoy. Uh, Matt Currion Hello Matt That's me Hey Hi Hey Uh, And and (laughs) Manish Manish Mathur is here too Manish, hello Hello, what's up? (laughs) Nothing much (laughs) We're just hanging out here Talking about movies (laughs) Talking about one movie In particular, at first Then we'll talk about other movies That's the plan Uh, The Suicide Squad Right? The Suicide Squad Uh, We've seen it here, haven't we? I can confirm that with both of you, yes? Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Now, this is the new film. In case I mean, in case you're tuning into this podcast called Talk Film Society and you have no idea what The Suicide Squad is, um, Matt, why don't you explain what it is?
1: <laughs> it's the new James Gunn joint. Yeah? And it's uh, pretty awesome. It's a superhero movie. Kinda? No, they're not heroes. Um, yeah, it's just this super violent, super fun movie that just came out. That's yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. If, pe- if people haven't heard of it, then uh, I don't know. How's that rock that you're living under? <laughs> Good? Having fun? Uh, why, don't start, uh,
0: with, <laughs> why don't I start with... Why don't I start with not the Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad. Let me ask Manish. let no, I want to. I just want, because uh, <sighs> we have to We have to talk about this a tiny bit, okay? Manish, I'm to ask you yeah. first. The original Suicide Squad by that one director who. Un, unimportant, who that is. Um, that film that came out five years ago. Uh, how'd you feel about that film, Manish? I
2: don't think I ever saw it. No I just I have it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Lucky. Mm hmm. Um, I didn't really have any interest in it. Um, I mean, my interest was, you know, always Margot Robbie, but, um, I don't know. Every, everyone seemed to be like, if avoid it, even if you like her, because it's not even worth it. So I skipped it. Plus it just didn't look like I could, it looked, um, incomprehensible. Yeah. Uh, now yeah, Matt, you're right. Yeah,
0: as someone who has seen it, Matt, uh, can you confirm it was incomprehensible?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that movie is uh, a big old mess. And uh, good for them for trying. <laughs> good for them. <laughs> um, it's one of two David Ayer films I've seen. And it's the worst of the two. So uh, there you go. What is, uh, what is the other one? Uh, sabotage. Sabotage. Oh, is that is that good? Which I which I, I saw I, recently because of my uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger thing that I've been doing. I, I refuse to see any more air productions because I don't like that person.
0: But uh, it's good, it's good. Uh, but uh, yeah. I I recommend uh, you don't see Fury or uh, what was that one with uh, Will Smith and the. I don't really have any Carita- interest in anything else. Bright, that's not good. Uh, End of Watch is not good. Um, yeah I don't know I, uh, I just don't like the guy but hey fast forward to the Suicide Squad the sequel kind of to not really Suicide Squad I mean I mean, it has some characters from the original Suicide Squad they
1: kind of reference it
0: yeah they do They. Uh, I mean okay let me ask Manish Manish did you feel you were out of step ha- not having seen the original Suicide Squad <sighs> coming into the Suicide Squad
2: um hmm. I think there was a, there were a couple of times where I'm like, oh, maybe this was like a thing in the first movie. Like, the stuff between um, Rick Flagg and Harley Quinn. I was like, okay, I know... I was like, I'm missing some context here. I'm pretty sure this was explained in the first movie. Um, and if it was, I... I still don't really care to watch it, so it didn't really matter. (laughs) So I don't think I I don't think you need to see it. In fact, I feel like it kind of it might even work better if you don't, Um, because like I had no—that's what they're banking on. I had no, yeah, exactly. Like I I feel like they want you to not watch the first one because I really had no, um, I had no desire to even like catch whatever that whatever context that was i didn't really care to like go back and fill it it's not that important yeah it it, the first one obviously
0: establishes like uh like flag and harley's thing relationship which is not really a relationship it's they kind of come to the conclusion they do at the end of this movie the survivors it's like hey we're kind of friends now i guess (laughs) after all this so Yeah. yeah um,
1: the real Suicide Squad was the friends you made along the way.
0: Yeah, it's basically the, the themes of, of these movies. Um, but, hey, it works a lot better here than the last movie. Because in this movie, I care about what's going on. And I care about the characters. And as that James Gunn, that James Gunn flare, which um, I'm a fan of. I revisited for this podcast, and just for myself. I rewatched... Um, super and the slither uh and then i rewatched suicide squad so all those s movies james gunn
1: uh and I, I yeah uh the s trilogy
0: yeah and i also yes. have to watch i've never watched the one he wrote um scooby-doo i have not seen the live-action scooby-doo
1: oh they're both good yeah and the other scooby they're both very good yeah. you should watch them
0: yeah but i just say off the bat uh having watched the movie now twice I'm like, yes, I like this movie a lot. Maybe more than I anticipated because it feels, again, like I care about these characters, even though they're all. I Me, mean, Gunn did a good job, I think, of like making these these characters anti heroes. You know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt. And but by the end, hey, it's that again. Like I said, the theme of all these movies seems to be, hey, we're a family. I wonder where they got that from, by the way. <laughs> Um,
2: oh,
0: God. <laughs> let's not talk about that. Um, okay, Matt. Yes? Your overall thoughts. How about let's talk about James Gunn, that guy. Hey, yeah, You know, I mentioned some of his movies, but hey, don't forget he also did Gardens of the Galaxy uh, 1 and 2. Oh, yeah,
1: he did. Yeah, 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 what, yeah.
0: What, what do you think about that guy, James Gunn?
1: I like him overall. I mean, I haven't seen Super yet, but I really like Slither. It's fun. It's gross. It's uh, a hoot. Uh, big fan of the Guardians movies. Um, mm-hmm. This one uh, really impressed me. It was nice. It was. Uh, I've been selling it to friends as saying, uh, Hey, you ever want to see a $200 million trauma movie? Of course you have. Uh, go watch this. Because that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and it's goofy when it needs to be. It's got some fun characters. Uh, the gore is off the charts for a uh, studio picture. Especially a studio action movie. I haven't seen this many severed limbs and half-cut heads right. in a, in a big-budget action superhero movie in a long time. It's uh, lovely. This movie's lovely.
0: <laughs> I, I actually agree, uh, Matt. It is, it is very lovely. There's, there's, it's a good
1: to like, And the violence is funny, too. Like he's very good at that. He's very good yeah. at getting you to, to chuckle at uh, some random grunt dying. Uh, <laughs> especially one scene that I just can't get out of my head and I just... Replay it, and it's funny, and a laugh. Can we do spoilers here? Uh, in a bit. I'll, I'll, I'll do like a okay. spoiler warning. All right. um, okay. let's, let's talk
0: non-spoiler here in this first segment. But uh, Manish, what about you? Uh, how much of a fan are you of James Gunn? Uh, have you seen anything beyond the Guardians movies of his? And then also, what do you think of this movie overall?
2: Um, no, I haven't. Not Super or Slither, um, unless there's something that he wrote that I just like missed. I think I'm really only familiar with the Guardians movies. And uh, but having said that, I really am. Uh, I I really do like him. Um, Guardians volume two is in like my top five MC movies. And I really, I really love that movie. Um, I actually prefer it, vastly prefer it over Guardians volume one, which I think is still a good movie. But to me, I think, uh, volume two just is bigger and better in so many ways. Um, uh, and because uh, I, I think it uses the ensemble a little better, even though um, uh, even though it doesn't seem like it does, just because like they're split off and you know, but I, I just I I, I think it's, I prefer. I think it's a more mature movie. I, I think it looks better. Um, and uh, the Suicide Squad, I really yeah, I really liked it. I. I knew going in that I would, just because I like James Gunn a lot, and um, once the reviews started to trickle in, I said, okay, this might actually be something that's kind of really kind of exciting, <laughs> and, um, th- and and did not disappoint. I, r- I really enjoyed it. I really a- agree with like everything Matt said. Um, I don't know what trauma is. Um, and <laughs> yeah, we should we, I, we should get into that in a bit. Yeah, um, low budget so, trash. Manish, yeah I, yeah, I mean, I figure that's what it was. Um, and but I, I, you know, I really do. Well, I I I think it's really funny actually how much you know, like everyone wants these superhero movies to like be different from each other and to like have some kind of personality, um, and I, I'm one of those people I think that they do more than they don't. I just think, you know, the, I think the, like, well, the Russo style, I think is like, because like they do, they do like kind of the main Marvel movies. Like people just think that that's like the style that every Marvel movie has, but I think it's just theirs kind of all look like that. And I think, you know, when you really separate it, you know, director by director, they're quite different. And so I think James Gunn. Um, of course has his own style, and I think bringing that to this DCEU like, universe um, and letting him have the reins to make it as violent and, and adult and as crazy as he wants, um, I thought he really like, exceeded my expectations and delivered exactly the kind of thing that I wanted from him doing this kind of thing and um this i think this, this movie this movie's also like somewhat an, um interesting piece of movie trivia history just because of its its place in his career and sort of how he le- got this job and leveraged that against disney to make yeah. uh, guardians volume 3 like i don't I, I feel like this movie in some ways is a response to disney and uh essentially he um, kind of won out over them uh, in, in a way that I think is really kind of cool I mean I have a lot of complicated feelings about him as a person just because yeah. like um, in some ways I should kind of be against him but then also like I think he did everything right when his controversy came about, so I kind of respect him for that um but yeah so i'm a huge fan of this movie i think it's really great um i have a lot to say about my Margot. so well i'll wait for the spoiler section but uh yeah highly recommend
0: yeah um we'll, we'll get into spoilers here in a bit but yeah i just wanted to say that yeah i agree with manish this seems like at, at the point when he got the job it was like after he got fired from disney uh, after, I forget what right wing maniac, you know, brought up these like old tweets and jokes from James Gunn and Disney's like, oh, we can't have that and then fired him he got this, the Suicide Squad from Warner Brothers then, shortly thereafter Disney's like, wait, never mind, we're back in the James Gunn It was business. like a day
1: later, right? Yeah, it was literally, <laughs> it was literally a day was, later? Yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, we want you back, buddy. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: But yeah, too, too many issues point, like the suicide squad this movie feels very much like uh, and i love i'm with manish i love volume two i love guardians Two. that is that also might be in my top five uh, mcu movies but this movie the suicide squad feels more of like his personality his themes his humor uh-huh. like unfiltered like unhinged it's like it's all on the screen. Like they, it, as much as I love the the MCU, his 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 MCU movies, he does it does feel very much. I mean, you can't do much with PG thirteen when it comes to James Gunn, so he gets away with a lot, but not as much as he, as like the Suicide Squad. Where he like what Matt was saying, all this wanton violence, all this like these, these decapitations <laughs> in the first like five minutes. One character's head just explodes out of nowhere, and you're like, "Oh, we're in, we're, we're, we're in it here, I guess. <laughs> we're, we're we're in yeah. or something." But yeah, that's why I love this movie. It not only is does it have like that James Gunn violence that you've seen before, in like Super and Slither, and like his work in Trauma too, I guess. But his themes are are, are still there. Like that, you still have like this this group of like um, you know loners coming together. And you know, being being a nice group of friends by the end. So yeah, it's it's everything I love about James Gunn, but done as like a big you know, budget blockbuster, which is insane to me. That I was sitting in a theater watching people react to this, like laughing at all this violence. I'm like, Yes, this <laughs> This is good. This I, I can't believe we we don't have more of this. Like I know we had Birds of Prey last year. That was amazing, but And like, I guess we can mention quickly. Like, sure, Todd Phillips did an R-rated Joker movie, but this is kind of more in the vein of like what I want. It didn't feel like a comic book movie. I forgot
2: about that. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know,
0: Manish, but yeah, it's if it's it's good that you give Todd Phillips that, and he does that with it. Sure, in terms of creativity, is it a good movie? I don't think so. But and that's just my opinion. But. It just it, it does feel like they're giving these creators, these filmmakers, like the the uh, the power, the you know the 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 uh, opportunity,
1: the platform to just, just do what you go want. Wild.
0: yeah, and I, I'm all for yeah. it. Yeah, I'm all for it.
1: Uh, Gun gets it. Man. Yeah, he gets it. He knows how comics work. He knows how to make a movie feel like a comic book. Yeah, and
0: I love the visuals, like the the the. the the chapter titles, I guess you could call them. Like, yes. as, as you, go, you progress through the story, you're like, uh... I, 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 I don't even know what to call that motif. I, but you guys know what I'm talking about, where, like, the, the screen... Yeah. I mean, literally, like, the first... Uh, one of the first jokes in the movie, and I won't spoil it. Somebody dies, and the blood in the water where they die... The blood forms. It's phenomenal, yeah. The blood forms. Warner Brothers Pictures presents, like the title, like, a, yes. like uh, the, that's the, just the, the title yeah, start there. It's wonderful, yeah. <laughs> and that got a laugh in a the theater, and I, I enjoyed enjoyed. I was like, oh, that's what audience laughter sounds like. I forgot what that sound was, um,
2: right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, you know what? Before we go to the spoilers, I have, I have an idea. Why don't we do like a non-spoiler section for some movies here? Because uh, and then we'll come back. We'll take a break. And we'll come back and we'll do spoilers for everything, if that makes sense. Let's do, okay. let's, let's go to another sure. movie real quick, okay? And I think I think we have the time for this. Um, why don't I go to Manish? Because uh, I know Manish has seen this. Why don't we talk about Jungle Cruise for a tiny bit, okay, Manish? Uh, I know Matt. Matt, you haven't seen Jungle Cruise yet, have you? No, we're watching it soon. Okay, uh, Manish, what are your thoughts on? Jungle Cruise, the Emily Blunt Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, vehicle out of Disney.
2: Yeah. Um, I I only saw it for Emily Blunt because, <laughs> you know, I missed the um, the uh, I missed A Quiet Place Part 2. So I was like, you know what? I just, she deserves me going to see the movie in the theater for her. <laughs> so I saw it and, you know, she's She's an incredible actor, as we all know. Yes. And um, I think that she is really giving a genuine performance uh, in a movie that does not deserve a a woman of her caliber giving a genuine performance. Like, I feel like she probably sat and thought about motivations and and all that and um, did her homework on that part, and she really does a lot. And, um, you know... I have this kind of, like, working theory that I I don't think I'm the only one that thinks this, but I feel like The Rock has, like, never been able to have chemistry with women. Yes. Um, Like, romantic or sexual or anything like that. Like, he's he has good, like, estranged husband energy, you know, with someone like like, Gugino and San Andreas. Like, that works. But, like, if he has to be, like, a romantic hero, it just does not work. And Emily Blunt is so good that she completely is able to make up for it and you almost believe their little love story but the movie doesn't really need it so um, like I actually would have vastly preferred it they were just like you know um, sniping at each other and then have this like respect for each other and they're just like yeah. friends and they're you don't need a romance there because he just can't he just I I, I don't know if it's just because like he's just so massive <laughs> <laughs> that, like, I can't imagine him, like, actually, like, having sex with a human person. Um, so I, I don't really understand, like, why it has become, like, uh, The Mummy or Pirates of the Caribbean where it's, like, or, like, A Romancing with Stone where you, like, need the love story angle. Um, but having said that, I thought that it was, like, it was enjoyable. I mean, I saw it in Dolby, so, like... Yeah. The theater was like shaking and everything and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. Um, it's a very noisy movie, which I think works well in a Dolby setting because you really feel it. Um, I want to give a special shout out to uh, Jack Whitehall because I, I thought he was really quite charming in the movie as well. Um, yeah, so I think it was um, yeah, it was enjoyable. i I want my mom to go see it. I think she would love it like if you're like it's a good mom movie yeah um and so i think for that reason alone i think it's worth exist it it's glad that it exists
0: yeah i i agree with you manish it's, it's a perfect mom movie um i i am in a complete agreement, like in terms of the rock and sexual chemistry uh in that there is none for him uh uh i'm trying to think of even okay i'm doing a southland tales podcast on the side and he he he's in like a relationship in that movie with Sarah michelle geller and they have some chemistry but it's more just him his performance in that movie makes it work more than his chemistry with anybody on screen in
2: that movie like, he, but, like, she's so tiny. Like, how does she even. Like, I think. I, I just can't picture the. Like, well, he wasn't. Physics of he it.
1: wasn't a giant beast back then. That is true. Okay. He, okay. Is, he was, was human sized <laughs> in Southland, text. I was having this
0: discussion <laughs> with somebody. Like, okay, two things. When I saw Jungle Cruise.
1: Like I missed that rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I, uh, yeah. To that point, like, two things came to mind when I was watching Jungle Cruise. Like before the movie started, I also saw an Adobe Cinema, you know, a a great presentation. They showed two trailers for two Oscar Isaac movies. So of course that was in my head. And as the movie was playing, I'm like, you know what? You know who could have done a better job in uh, in, 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 as the lead in Jungle Cruise? Uh, Oscar Isaac, because I think he has that charisma. He has that chemistry. I can totally see him and uh, uh, Emily Blunt together. Um, But The Rock is uh, he is like not of he is of this time when you can medically enhance somebody's size to be that of a giant you know like he's a big bulking man who doesn't fit the era in which jungle cruise is set because i can't imagine (laughs) i think yeah because to my point he's a man of like that was made of like i don't know what he's taking either legally or illegally but no human can be that size naturally (laughs) So I just don't buy it on, on those two fronts. Um, yeah. His giant size exactly. and his, his chemistry. So, uh, But I liked it. Hey, you know, uh, uh, Jesse Plemons is a bad guy. That's pretty cool. Paul Giamatti is a bad guy. It's pretty cool. Um,
2: oh, yeah, Paul Giamatti. I mean, that is like, that performance is like, it's, it's like you're seeing God. <laughs> <Like, laughs> he is really just like, you know, he's really going through it, and I really, you know, you gotta love it. It's quite, quite charming.
0: I do, yeah, yeah. It the movie has its moments, and also uh, Jack Whitehall, like you mentioned, Manish, uh, he's playing the uh, the brother to Emily Blunt's character, and we, let's talk about this a bit because I found this irritating in that Disney really does not like to use. The word is "gay," he, um, right?
1: Is he is yeah. he Disney's first gay character? He, he again. He says Because like <laughs> we, we get that every six months, yeah, but
0: he gets closer than anyone else. That's true. It's like they're they're slowly they're, they're It's like a snail crawling towards the, the finish line. Yeah, by by Good in ten Lord. years' time, they'll finally say the word "gay"
2: on screen. But no, they won't. <sighs>
1: they never will. They never
2: will. It's here's not what I'll happen. say about that. I, you know not that I'm an etymologist but I don't <laughs> even know what word they would have used in 19 that is true or whatever yeah. I don't think th- I don't cuz my understanding is I don't think gay was used as homosexual until like the 50- no I think even maybe even later I think the 60s or something um, I think that he would have used my guess as queer or p- or something like that, yeah. and they so don't... I, that I'll, I'll give them credit for that he gets close, and then I don't think it's I I don't think it's like spelled out as much as it could be, but I also yeah. think that it's extremely hard to miss.
0: Yeah, that is true. It is. Uh, I just looked it up in nineteen sixteen, London. Um, oh, that's where it initially starts, and then they go obviously into the jungle in Brazil, um, but. Yeah, but they they come so they don't even say he's with, you know, he has relationships with like men. He, he, he I, th- I forget the exact phrasing, but it's like, like my family didn't many like, gentlemen
1: callers. Yeah,
0: like my no, not even that. Not it's like my family didn't uh, uh, accept my unusual relationships or something along those lines. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, I I get I get the effort. I get where uh, his performance there actually is good, but still is refused to just cross that line so which yeah yeah, yeah i I, I i get i think it has to do with like what the china market and how to sell that in china because that's not gonna fly over there um yeah. boring yeah but uh, hey jungle cruise perfect mom movie um okay now i'm gonna talk to matt about pig for a bit okay because i know you want to oh. talk about pig okay yeah now here's the problem with pig matt we can't spoil pig because that movie, to me... What's the spoil? Uh, okay, when, okay. I'll tell you this. Before I went in, I had... I've only, I had only seen the trailer. And even the trailer doesn't but give much away. I hadn't even away. done that. Okay, let me tell you what the trailer uh, uh, has, Matt. And then we'll focus on this and kind of touch on some things, but I don't want to spoil everything. Because it is a movie that is... One, for sure, you want to go in kind of cold. Because it takes twists and turns. I didn't even expect, but... The premise of Pig is essentially Nicholas Cage uh, plays a, uh, a a truffle hunter in the wild who has a pig uh, who who smells those truffles and gets them and he's out in the wilderness uh, up in Portland um, and then one day a pig his pig his one and only pig you know gets stolen and so he goes on a journey to find the pig and he run he he he, uh, he has a run in with some uh, some people from his past and his past gets dug up um, not much more I want to say after that Matt because like I think that's essentially as much as I want to give away but can you talk about the movie without giving too much away Matt
1: I can try Yeah, uh, it's a terrific it's like one of the best uh, feature debuts I've seen in a long time uh, I don't really know how to pronounce this guy's name Michael Sarowsky. That's close maybe? enough.
0: Yeah, that sounds right.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, phenomenal uh, for a first, first picture. Uh, Cage hasn't been this good in oh, I don't know, fifteen years. Yeah, uh, he's really doing something special here. Really like him. I like uh, the hereditary kid. I thought he was great. Uh, Alex Wolf, I guess his name is. Yes. Yeah, uh, he was terrific. I really, yeah, this whole cast, like, they're a bunch of, like, you know, mid-level names, but when they show up, uh, they give terrific performances, and the movie is... I've heard people say that they tried to sell this as basically John Wick with a pig. Yeah. And, um, nope. Yeah, that was my expectation coming nope. in,
0: but no, yeah, nope.
1: Yeah, not at all. This is a uh, a really beautiful look at grief and loss, and... Cage sells it 110%. Uh the film looks gorgeous. It's got some uh really nice cityscape views uh from Portland. Uh it's wonderful. It's got some scenes that are gonna stick with me for a long, long time. And it's the best thing I've seen all year. Yeah, it is it is amazing. Uh
0: like like you're saying, Matt Nicholas Cage. I mean, for me, the last thing he did that was uh, still just mind blowing as well was uh, Mandy, as a few years ago. But then Mandy to this, even like Colorado Space, he was wild in. Um, but th- but this goes beyond that, Pig. Um, there's a. Yeah, it's really something special here. It, it, it I, it's it's what I call, and this is just me making it up as I go along. To me, Pig is like a perfect pre-dystopian future. Uh, late capitalist uh, movie about grief because there's a, there's a speech in here he tells he, he says Nicholas Cage's character about the end of the world as all that, that, that that's all I want to say that's like super like touching and and hard to get out of my head and poignant uh, it's it's beautiful yeah again this movie took me for a trip I, I, I can't stop thinking about it since I saw it a few weeks ago but yeah pig uh, I hey I should say all of these movies so far we, we've mentioned are available on streaming. Uh, the Suicide Squad's on HBO Max. Uh, Pig is available to rent, and uh, Jungle Cruise is on uh, Disney Plus premium a- premium access. Uh, I know that for sure. Um, but hey, I saw these movies in the theater. Um, you can see them too, if, you, if if you're safe. You don't have to. Um, okay, why don't we take a break? We'll come back and we'll spoil Suicide Squad. How about that?
2: years old, fell from the roof on East June 9. Kathy was eleven when she pulled a plug. Twenty-six reps and a bottle of wine. Bobby up 14 years old, he like 55 when he died. He was a friend of mine. Those people who died died.
0: people who die, die. Those people And we're back. hope you enjoy that uh okay we're officially in the spoiler section let's just spoil suicide squad how about that let's just go let's just dive into it let's break it down let's 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 just ruin it for people who haven't seen it who are deciding to (laughs) to to listen to this uh more uh okay you fools uh matt i think you you were chomping at the bit earlier about spoiling suicide squad what where should we start I I don't know where do you want to start? Want
1: to start
0: how <laughs> why don't we start with do you want w- to st- why don't we start with the deaths? How about that? The first like ten minutes in the movie where
1: Oh it's lovely, that, isn't it?
0: Yeah, the first team, you know, team A or whatever that you think is the one that we're following throughout this whole thing. Um what like uh ninety percent of that team dies hor- horrifically?
1: Yeah, the yeah, the the King of Long Island or whatever. Uh, tried to betray everyone, and uh, <laughs> guess what? He died for his sins. <laughs> yes, the King, the King
0: of Staten Island. He you, you almost got it. You almost yeah, got whatever. It. Yeah, Aspequa. Um, whatever. <laughs> see, I'm trying to look up these these character names. There are so many.
1: It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter because we uh, their names do not matter. How many
0: How many lines does uh, Pete Davidson have before he? Yeah, he has his face blown off. Yeah, like not that much. Uh, The the weasel gets it, or we think he gets it, uh, in the beginning. Um,
1: Yeah, there's... I love that little child-murdering weasel. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Played by James Gunn's brother, right? Uh, Sean. Yeah, Sean Gunn, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. From uh,
0: Gilmore Girls. Yeah. (laughs) Famously from Gilmore Girls. Uh, hey, Rick Flagg is is in there, but he survives. Uh, Har- of course, Harlan Quinn survives, and uh, Boomerang Man is that his name? Like he he, he Captain gets it. Boomerang. Yeah, Captain Boomerang, who was maybe uh, besides Robbie uh, in the first movie m- most memorable character from Suicide Squad because yeah. he's yeah, yeah. he's so unhinged in that movie. I just wish there was a edits of just his parts from Suicide Squad, the first one. <laughs> um, That'd be nice. If, I, I did like to see him. I, I, I like seeing him back just show up there. And, of course, he dies like five minutes in. which is like, okay, fine. You know what? he uh, uh, At least we got more unhinged performance from that. We that, get that, it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so that was surprising. Oh, Nathan Fillion as the detachable kid. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. Of course, Michael Worker. Disgusting superpower. <laughs> Taking your arms off and... Uh, Like, vile. But
2: also, like, more useless than you think it would be. Yes. Like, Like, what are you doing, guy? I was like, oh, that's so cool. He has this power, and then he just kind of, like, slaps him around a little. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid.
1: I love it.
0: Yeah, but uh, then after all that that team, after that team gets slaughtered, we we, we focus on the main team, uh, led by Idris Elba as Bloodsport. How great is Idris Elba?
2: I mean, he's oh, he's, gosh, he's amazing. Oh, he was so funny. I love Knuckles. I don't um, think he <laughs> he's he's great. I, I don't think I'd seen him in a comedy type movie before. I mean, I'm sure there I'm sure there must be. I just can't think of it. But he's so funny in this movie, and I was very very happy with his performance. Yeah, speaking of career. yeah, his
1: comedic timing, his comedic timing, like trading jokes back and forth with Cena, is uh, some very good stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the the last thing that came to mind of him just going for it and having like charisma and being like a great big budget star. Uh, he was in uh, Hobson Shaw. He played a pretty cool villain in that. Um, oh, he's a great villain. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like to your point, money. like, I can't think of a of a straight comedy he was in. Oh, I guess he was in The Office, right? But he was kind of playing the straight man in that in that show like ten years ago. Um, Matt, can you think of it? Any he was any funny in uh, he, comedies?
1: Was, he was he was not a comedy, but he's funny in Prometheus. <laughs> <with> <laughs> oh, that yeah, silly man. little accordion that, constantly hitting on uh, Charlie Theron.
2: Yeah,
1: that He's pretty in funny hoops. in that.
2: <clears throat> what about John Cena? But like oh, I no, want to see him comedy. play like Tiffany Haddish's dad or something. You know, like yes. yeah, kind of like you know, yes. with like a Malcolm D. Lee movie or something. Yes. Uh, what about John Cena? Uh,
0: I, I I do like that guy. I do like him as peacemaker. He
1: he has my favorite kill in the movie that I referenced earlier in the show,
0: which was
1: uh, it's where he's walking past the sleeping guy with his axe and kind of just chop 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 oh, like yeah. chops that guy. And,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: so funny. And it really, uh, my friend was saying this. It feels like an ad lib. Like that was just something they came up with on the set. Oh, it's very okay. very very funny. He's he's great in this movie. And there's also a few scenes where he's legitimately terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like John Cena quite a bit. I big fan. I think he can be funny and scary in equal measure.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, have either of two? Have either of you two seen F9? Yeah, not yet. Yeah,
2: unfortunately, yeah.
0: <laughs> Manish, you're not a fan. But no. okay, I I like. Uh, I won't get into F9. All I'll say is. I liked John Cena in F9 um, to a point because, like, I do like him when he's like funny when he has like this sort of like underlying or sometimes like over the top like sense of humor or like, uh, energy. Right? He doesn't have he does not have it in F9. I missed that from him in F9, but he certainly has it here, and it's the same that he it's the same kind of energy he brought to um, Blockers. I liked him in that.
2: And yeah, uh, yeah. that,
0: you know, a few scenes of train wreck. Um, so, yes, I'm also ex- he, was re- he was really funny in Sisters, too. Yes, of course. Thank you. Matt. Yeah. Sisters. I love that's sisters. Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited that. Uh, well, I'm assuming both of you ha- have also seen the post credit sequence of Suicide Squad. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That that premieres in like January, doesn't it? Yeah. The Peacemaker. The, that's TV like super show. soon. Yeah. Yeah. Good
0: uh for those who who missed the post-credit sequence uh just log on to HBO max and just fast forward to the end um yeah peacemaker who we think dies uh by uh blood sports hand uh he's actually alive and uh that post-credit sequence at the end of this movie yes teases the peacemaker tv show which i think they're 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 either still filming finished filming getting ready for 2022 yeah. Um, written by Sean, uh, sorry James Gunn and directed a few episodes, so uh, I'm excited. Uh, and and this is this is now the DC um, uh, uh, entrance into that world of streaming, like the MCU did. Aren't you excited, guys, for this new world of streaming where we get to watch these limited series based on superhero properties?
2: Yeah, sure. not? <laughs> get excited! Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna watch it. I mean, but. I've
1: I mean I've liked both of the. I'd like both of the Marvel shows that have come out so far I mean they're they're good there there have been three Marvel shows, Matt <laughs> oh yeah the the two delicious pieces of bread and that piece of shit that made it a shit sandwich, yeah that yeah, I saw that it was great, ah, uh, wonderful, it wasn't that bad, but it was,
0: it wasn't that good anyway
1: um, fuck that show fuck <laughs> fuck seven episodes to retell the last two minutes of endgame over again <laughs> great great love it yeah i, Lo- I love love for one. him to get the shield um, give it up and then get it back again just like he did at the end of endgame awesome
2: <laughs> we
0: we'll talk about uh, really
1: good waste of my time
0: talk about uh winter soldier and falcon oh. falcon and winter soldier captain Metisha. falcon Can't yeah um yeah, yeah could have been a lot better but we'll see um
1: sure could have Could have.
0: uh I mean, uh, wait, Manish, did did you say you're not going to see the Peacemaker TV show?
2: I mean, I probably won't. Like, I still haven't watched Loki yet either. So, like, to me, WandaVision felt like a major event. Um, so I watched that. And then these ones, I just didn't really watch it. So I don't... It's... There's a high chance that I'm going to mean to watch it for the rest of my life. <laughs> and on your deathbed, you um, go, you know what? It's
0: time for Peacemaker.
2: <laughs> it's time.
0: <laughs> it's time. Put it on. Put it in. Um, I, I get that. I, I am just hooked at this point. I mean, the the, the next uh, MCU show that's coming up is What If? So I might, I, I might end up watching that. Um, yeah. Because to me. What if you do? The, the The parallel universe me won't, but this uh, this version of me will. Um, <laughs> I, I I do like having those weekly shows, and I, I I'm pretty sure yeah. Peacemaker will be weekly. And uh, yeah. it's now it's this is stupid for me to say, but it feels at this point nostalgic to have uh, shows now come out weekly like they used to. Oh, it's not
2: stupid at all. I think it's re- I love like, really healthy television. for television to keep doing weekly episodes because I think. What what happened with I mean this is like not even a new take, but what happened with Netflix is that like you binge everything for, you know, a weekend or whatever and people talk about it for like a week or two weeks and then it's forgotten. Then it's gone. Um and I feel like at least with like one division, like that kept like the conversation was kept afloat for like three months because of that. Yeah. And it was so much yeah. more engaging. And same with like Mayor of East Town like it just becomes more um more interesting to talk about when it goes on for so long yeah exactly yeah i mean my favorite
1: my favorite current tv show is a weekly show and i really look forward to new episodes every friday morning it's lovely to sit down with my coffee and hang out with mr lasso i love it it's 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 wonderful
0: it's it's amazing. Actually, I'm also doing that weekly now. I, I I either watch the show on my break at work on Friday, or I or wait till after work and
2: watch it and just. That yeah. like, yeah. I think you should consider doing a Ted Lasso Halloween costume. I think I'm it would sorry? be a good look for you. Ted oh, left the Halloween costume. That's Okay, the plan. Good. <laughs> I think it suits you.
1: <laughs> I have my AFC Richmond jersey. So
2: All right, it's, good. It's happening.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, it's happening. You're, you're pretty much already there, Matt. Yeah, yeah. you kind of look like it already. Yeah. Well, I thank you. I take this as a compliment.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. Now you just need to go through <laughs> a devastating divorce. Uh... God, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> All jokes aside, I love Jason Sudakis. That's. This new season, and sorry, this has become a Ted Lasso uh, show now. Oh, please let it! But let it. These last few episodes of Ted Lasso in the new season, like Jason Sudeikis' performance, is is incredible. Like it's it's, it's like <laughs> even better than like last season, if you ask me. His performance. Yeah. Uh, he's come on. We got to see Led Tasso. So <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. Spoiler for like episode three of the new season of Ted Lasso. Three, three yes, yeah, yeah. yes.
1: Uh, but anyway. Ah, that show is so
0: good. The Suicide Squad. Uh, What else can we spoil? Yes. (laughs) What else can we get into?
1: Um, There's a really good jump scare in this movie that I jumped out of my seat. Which was? Uh, When Margot Robbie kills the new president. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, When that that gun went off, I did not expect that. And I I jumped up and, and, and yelled. Let's talk. That was
0: fun. Let's talk about Margot Robbie and that scene and her in general and Harley Quinn. Uh, I I was hesitant. I was kind of worried, like about how Harley Quinn was was being handled. But then we get to that sequence when yes, she shoots the president and they have like that quick romance.
1: And oh, her! Oh my God, it's great.
0: <laughs> her delivery of that of those lines of like, I'm gonna paraphrase it, but it's like. Uh, I know when to look for red flags now, and I can't risk you know <laughs> anything. I can't risk you coming back and hurting me, so I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and I, I killed. And that was you. a lot of red. Flags. That was a
1: big red flag.
0: Yeah, he wanted to unleash a starfish and destroy the world. Um, but so good, Margot Robbie, her as Harley Quinn. I can't. The, the casting. I can't think of any. I can't think of more perfect casting in a superhero franchise Mm -hmm. than that right now. Maybe like Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark is like right there up there too, but her as Harley Quinn,
1: there's, there's, she's terrific. terrific.
0: Yeah. Uh, Manish, you want to, you want to give some input on Harley Quinn and Margot Robbie? and Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: I agree that I think it's really good casting and that like, you know, bringing her, I think, someone with her kind of energy into this universe makes it a little bit more um, enlivened, uh, just because, like, she's having so much fun, and she's such a, like, I feel like her take on Harley Quinn is, like, that, like, it's kind of a positive process, <laughs> like, she's very sunny and funny, and, Everyone else can be very serious, like funny, like everyone, like the, like they do the like deadpan thing, but because she's just like, oh, in some ways happy go lucky. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) yeah, it's it's a breath of fresh air. And I was also nervous about, um, cause you know, my introduction to Harley Quinn was Birds of Prey, you know, I, I never saw Suicide Squad, um, but, um. I was nervous on, like, how is she going to translate from, you know, her own movie, which, you know, she produced, she has such a, you know, strong hand in, directed by an incredible filmmaker, to, you know, becoming part of an ensemble. Um, And, but then I was kind of thinking, like, well, we've seen this before so many times, right? Like, Thor goes from Thor to, like, Avengers, and it's kind of like, like, it's a little strange because it's, like, you know, it's, it's not quite the same as the as their solo movie just because like there's just not that space for it it's kind of jarring to see them in especially going from someone like you know Kathy Yan who had such a unique take on the film to James Gunn who a totally different you know take um, it's a little jarring but I think once once I kind of found the groove of it I really enjoyed it and um You know, the whole like her whole escape sequence was just like I mean, I couldn't even take a breath. I was like, this is exactly the kind of thing I wanted to see from, you know, like from when she's getting tortured and kind of like laughing at her torturers, not giving them information, to her escape and everything. Like, I was just like, wow, this is exactly what I wanted from Harley Quinn, and it made me it made me really excited, but also made me sad because I'm thinking like you know, when are we going to see Harley Quinn again? You know? Because, yeah. like, one thing I love about this sort of new era of the DCEU is that they're pretty much standalone. So, like, um, technically, if we never saw Harley Quinn again after Birds of Prey, like, that's it's not, it's not... I don't want to say that's fine. It's not. Like, I want more of her. But, like, it's that's its own thing. And so is you know, like even when these movies have sequels, they don't feel like each movie's a setup. Like Aquaman, yeah. that could be the last Aquaman movie ever. You know, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four could be the last Wonder Woman movie ever. There's like the anticipation is there for the next installment just because they're well made movies, but not because there's like a cliffhanger or something. But I'm like, I wanna see another you know, Birds of Prey movie, you know, directed by Kapian with all those same people back, plus Poison Ivy. Um, and I want to see uh, the Suicide Suicide Squad two with Harley Quinn and all these people, um, but not because like they're all set up for the next movie, but just because it's like a really good well made movie. So I'm curious to hear what um, the two of you think about, like I guess where they can go. Can we kind of go back to Gotham with? you know harley and um black canary and um oh god uh, huntress huntress yeah yeah yes um and that little girl and rosie perez like i want them back and i want you know i want poison ivy there too because so um i also got really hyped for harley quinn because i watched the hb max cartoon show oh i just saw yes yeah, where saw, that's so where good. i first saw king shark and i'm like man, <laughs> he's so funny on characters. that show i was like where's kite man and you know um, <laughs> that, the that rock character i can't remember his name but the actor was Aww. like "I love kite man. like i was like where are these people i, want, I like <laughs> i want those i want them to <laughs> like yeah I, we, like, can... I don't know why kite man can't be in the suicide squad <laughs> yeah we
0: I, i'm interested in this uh we can talk about the future of the dceu and what we want to see yeah. versus what's coming out or the, the 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 cross between those two, but I just looked up the future films. Um, I, for, I forgot that Black Adam was a thing that's coming out. That's coming out next July apparently. Um, all, oh, with The Rock, yeah, right? with with The Rock. Finally, yeah. jeez. directed by I cannot pronounce his his name, but he also did Jungle Cruise and The Shallows and oh, other great okay. films. Jean Colette, yeah. Sarah, um, I I I, yeah. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yes. Um, yeah. Um. So that's coming out next July. Then next November, The Flash by again another hard to pronounce name andy miss miss machete
2: machete the same the flash from like 15 years ago (laughs) (laughs) okay the one that was um with uh ezra miller yeah yeah this is the
1: uh this is the flash point that they're doing yeah okay yeah the the this
0: flash will have uh michael keaton as Batman. Um, and also Ben Affleck as Batman too, right? Right, Matt? I think that, I think that's been I, confirmed. Oh,
1: I don't know about that.
0: I because I, I, am pretty sure that news, that rumor came out and there have been behind the scenes pics of Ben Affleck as Batman riding his Batman All right. uh, cycle.
1: All I care about is that that Flash movie with Michael Keaton somehow leads into a Batman Beyond movie.
0: Yeah, so, okay, that's... Give me that. That deals with the the, DCU's, uh, the DCEU's version of the multiverse, which is what? Multiverse, uh, this yes. is Multiverse, right, yes. yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, let me also mention Aquaman 2, uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, that comes out next
1: December. They just started filming that, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then uh, 2023, uh, the other Shazam movie, Shazam 2, comes out, Fury of the Gods. Um, with Helen Mirren. Yeah, yeah, and that... Is, those are the confirmed, you know, currently in production future films. Yeah. But let me ask you, Matt, what do you want to see in the DCU in regards to overall and also Harley Quinn and these characters we see in The Suicide Squad?
1: I honestly don't know because I'm really not that invested in the like superhero movies in general anymore. Like, I'll watch them if they come out, I'll, I'll take them as I see them. But I mean if they announce something super cool then yeah I'll be excited for it. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't have any preconceptions that they're going to, you know, adapt this great storyline that I love and you know, do it justice. But if they do cool, if they don't whatever. We're also getting that that Batman movie. Oh, that's right. The Batman. Which,
0: uh, I, I don't understand why it's not on the list.
2: I could tell you some... Because I don't think it's in the DCEU. Okay, I think this is where it gets like confusing, because I think yeah. that's still separate.
0: But yeah, you're right, Manish. Uh, Joker isn't on this list of DCEU films, so that's where it gets tricky. So, The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves, right? Uh yeah. Robert Panson, the, uh, Not part the of the DCEU. Dude. Yes, Mr. Cloverfield himself. Um, yeah, uh, Weird. I, uh, I... Okay, the only thing it's that'll not get... not connected, apparently. Yeah, the, the only thing that'll get me excited, really. I, I'm not that invested in the multiverse stuff in the DCEU. I, I do want to see Michael, Michael Keaton back as Batman, because I think that's cool. That's happening. But two, I think, Manish kind of brought this up already. I want to see more Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn in some form or another. I do primarily a Birds of Prey 2. That would get me the most excited. Um, that would be great. But if James Gunn wants to make another Suicide Squad with Harley Quinn or if, if another filmmaker comes in and pitches a Harley Quinn movie with Margot Robbie, sure, let's do that. Um but yeah.
2: So I'm reading on the Wikipedia page for Birds of Prey that in February twenty twenty one, like six months ago, um Margot Robbie discussed working on another Harley Quinn project with James Gunn.
0: Okay. There now you
2: that's exciting to me. And I think this would explore oh, in April twenty twenty, Kathy Yan said that she'd be interested in exploring a sequel with uh Poison Ivy. So the thing is that I'm okay with James Gunn doing a Birds of Prey two, but I'm like, it's, I don't want Kathy on to get shuffled out because I think what she did in that movie was truly incredible. Yeah, and um, so I don't know, but this is—I mean—that's who knows what's what's going to happen. I mean, I think unfortunately the narrative around Birds of Prey is that it was a disappointment. Um, so, you know, regardless of the actual money that it made and the good that it did on a whole, I think people just think of that movie as a flop. So, um, which yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. People yet, seem to... It wasn't. We, I mean, the thing people... is that, like, it's hard because that was, like, a month before the pandemic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the narrative around that movie was, like, people had just, like, written it off already, even bef- right when it came out, so, um, uh, yeah, but i think that margot robbie knowing how much she likes the character and how much producing power she has i think she will make it happen in some way
0: yeah yeah that is my hope because again uh, she's outstanding uh one one fun fact i did not know until a friend told me uh, apparently margot robbie is a great swimmer i can hold her breath for eight minutes underwater and that's why we got that scene of her <laughs> one of my favorite scenes of her diving into spearing the jellyfish right in the eye and like swimming in his eyeball oh yeah Um, yeah and like she's underwater and uh, she can she is fantastic at
2: apparently swimming and she wanted to show that off and i'm like good good for her (laughs) can we talk about the starfish yeah oh my god haunting because um you know when they're in that lab at the end, it becomes kind of like it becomes kind of scary because like all those creatures, or whatever. And then the starfish comes out and it looks like a toy. Yeah, it's <laughs> great. I thought that was the funniest thing. It's so good. <laughs> I was dying. It looks so ridiculous.
0: Uh, and that I loved it. That to me is like the, the 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 great thing about James Gunn is he can make the ridiculous. Like scary, because that yeah, like yes. it's so colorful, it's so out of place in the real world, quote unquote. But it it's, works. It's frightening. Yeah, those those and those flying starfish that come at the people and suck their faces terrifying. and make them zombies.
2: So good. Yeah, that was scary. Yeah, I'll tell you what I so want to say The starfish see. itself was quite funny. Yeah. Um it literally looked like something I played with when I was, <laughs> you know, in the bathtub. If they make a plush doll of 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 starfish
0: who uh, whose name I cannot remember is Starro. It Starro, right?
1: Uh Star I, I, the conqueror. I would buy that plush toy. Give me that, give me some Starro. Yeah, so would I. Yeah. Matt um, you were saying something. I want I want to see Attack of the 50 Foot Mom. I want that movie. <laughs> oh him. Because that is one of the best one of the best visual gags in the movie is that, and then when he pictures the entire Suicide Squad as his mom. Yeah, polka, polka dot man. How, yes. H- how King you- Shark as his mother? Amazing visual.
0: Oh, by the way, we haven't touched on King Shark, and, and we'll, we're going to start wrapping this up because I want to keep these like to about an hour. Um, King Shark, amazing. We haven't talked a lot about him, but Stallone Love them. playing him, I think we can, we can agree. Terrific. Good, 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 good character. Yes,
1: yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Love, love King Shark. Very good. Uh, love um, King Shark. I love uh, Ratcatcher. Yes, Ratcatcher too. Amazing character, Polka Dot Man. Terrific. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of uh, Peter Capaldi. Terrifying. Uh, good stuff. Good characters here.
0: Let me ask you this uh, question for both of you. I've heard uh, some reactions or reviews say this movie is a bit is a bit too mean spirited um like for example uh the death of polka dot man which like he he triumphs you know he he manages to you know cut uh, a leg out of from from the giant starfish but soon He's after that superhero after he screams i'm a superhero he ends up being stomped to death and some people think that's an example of like maybe this movie this movie's maybe a bit too mean-spirited because like you kind of undercut um, a hero moment and with the death for a joke
1: right uh, I, it is a movie called The
2: Suicide Squad,
1: <laughs> written and directed by James Gunn.
2: Yeah, I have to, I have to agree with uh, with Matthew over here. <laughs> um, I if someone thought that was mean spirited, I'm not sure what they were watching for the first two hours of the movie. <laughs> exactly. Like, I think, I think this movie sets up a really fun tone of like death for comedy (laughs) like there were some like the whole sequence when they're you know murdering the rebels (laughs) that that was (laughs) that was one of my favorite laughs of when they realized that they they just killed all these good guys (laughs)
1: yeah it wasn't anyone out there what what do you mean
2: (laughs) um that was great yeah so i think that's in in line with i mean i think polka man is a empathetic characters so i can kind of see that thing but um i also think that this movie is that's that's the tone it's going for so i guess like yeah. congrats on picking that picking up on that
0: yeah i i i'm in agreement with with uh both of you but the, i just wanted to bring you know that yeah no it's, I mean, it's a fair point yeah yeah well
2: not really but well, nice i about it up.
0: it's one of those things where i get where they're coming from but i just found it just just i i was i was joyous throughout the thing uh in regards to the violence and the quote-unquote meanness because i'm like yes it's a james gunn movie it's it it's it's yeah. certainly certainly going for this tone of like anybody can die yeah it's trauma it's like it, it has a bad sense of it, 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 bad in quotes you know like a bad sense of humor it's like not for yeah the weak of heart i guess <laughs> so yeah, yeah not I, the highbrow crowd exactly yeah exactly um, but yeah I, th- I think that's it I, th- I think there's one more point I wanted to make but I completely forgot uh, why don't we do closing thoughts on Suicide Squad it's f- uh, again spoiler territory of course we've been doing this for the last 30 minutes um, let me start with Manish your final thoughts on the Suicide Squad
2: yeah i mean i really i mean i feel like i've talked myself into loving this movie even more <laughs> yeah um so i can't wait to i mean yeah no I, I really cannot wait to own it um and watch it and put it in my rotation for of superhero movies because i don't know i just really i, th- I thought there's just is really fun movie um i think king shark ripping that guy in half is an oh, amazing visual what a visual like, it was like, wow. That's a comic book splash um, page right there. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And then, you know what? Margot Robbie is the best who's ever done it. So, yeah, um, I really am just glad that she exists and is playing this character for us, <laughs> honestly. So good. Um, yeah. I was very satisfied. Very satisfied with this movie. I thought it was great.
0: There you go. Uh, Matt, what about you? Closing thoughts on The Suicide Squad. Uh,
1: it's... It's phenomenal. It's one of my favorite uh, DC movies to come out. You know, since the Dark Knight trilogy ended, I think this mm-hmm. thing—it's—it's it's really something special. Uh, like I said at the beginning, it's a two hundred million dollar trauma movie. Uh, yes, gimme. Oh, Matt, one thing... It's gonna, good.
0: One thing I wanted to bring up before we go...
1: Oh, I, I don't know what else to say, man.
0: I know. I'll, I'll quickly give my thoughts before I want to ask you this one thing, then we'll go. But I'm in agreement with the both of you. Like, I've seen it twice now. It's grown, in my estimation, uh, over two viewings. And now talking to you both, it's grown Can't more. wait to watch it again. Yeah, and again, I'll, I'll mention this. Like, I watched Super and Slither, which I think are super... Uh, I, I, and Slither? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized my uh, poor word choice. Um, they're both uh, important, I think, to understanding James Gunn as a filmmaker, especially when it comes to
2: mm-hmm.
0: his current work, like the Suicide Squad. I think you understand. I think you'll appreciate the Suicide Squad more if any of you listening or either of you uh, end up watching, you know, Slither Super, because uh, he's he's been doing this kind of thing for a while, and this is just. Yeah. Him doing it on a, just a bigger level with the Suicide Squad. So I, li- I, I like him a lot. Uh, and, and, and to your point, Manisha, I think it was you that said, you know, sometimes I don't agree with what he says, but as a filmmaker, I'm totally, you know, uh, with him. Um, Matt, yeah. real quick. Yes. Uh, <laughs> trauma. for those who don't know... Uh, uh, I just, I just really want to get you on the record again talking about the Toxic Avenger cuz that pops up in this I hate movie it. as a re-
1: <laughs> Where does it I don't remember where it pops up but I hate the Toxic Avenger.
0: And, uh, and that's that's a trauma movie we should say and they, I think that's an example of trauma um, but I want to ask you, cause we've talked about this before on another episode, but I just want to hear you again. Cause that, uh, there's, there's uh, and also Lloyd, Lloyd Kaufman, right? That's his name. The, the, the man behind trauma, he makes a cameo appearance in this film and other James Gunn films. So James Gunn he is still
1: a cameo in this and a cameo in the first guardians.
0: Yeah. Uh, basically every, every, uh, James Gunn film. So James Gunn, James Gunn movie really, you know, has still has those ties to trauma, but tra- he's indebted. Uh, uh, the Toxic Avenger is maybe the most uh, well-known
1: trauma film. But Matt, you hated it. Why? It's just, it's just I don't know. It's just boring and offensive. Like I didn't like it. <laughs> it's really- like if I had first seen it in like elementary school or middle school, I would have fucking loved it. But I watched it for the first time as a thirty-five-year-old man, and it did not do anything for me. <laughs>
0: It was just too much, right? Like too. Uh, th- 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 there were certain words said, right? Uh, problematic. Yeah, in that not regard. a fan. Didn't yeah. like it. Yeah, didn't like it. But uh, I like the
1: other trauma movies I've seen, which are, but you know, uh, Romeo and Juliet, which I haven't seen in years, but that's written by James Gunn. That's yes, the fun little take on Romeo and Juliet. Uh, I haven't seen another one since you know high school. Uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man, but I remember it being lots of fun. So there you go. Yeah. Like so they, they make they make ridiculous ridiculous movies. Yeah. So there you go.
0: Again, another way I think uh, to heighten your appreciation for this is maybe check those out, the good ones, according to Matt. Um, or or maybe watch the Toxic Avenger and see what all the fuss is about, because uh, that is a, another point of reference for James Gunn, because that there's a scene, quick scene in the um, in, in the prison when when the, that they're showing that a clip of that movie in the background so that's okay okay that's how that pops up in this movie
1: you know what i'm sure i'll love the remake how about that the toxic who's who's doing that by the way the toxic avenger remake Uh, well macon blair is directing it oh that's right from like blue ruin and Green room and everything yeah uh it's it's got elijah wood peter dinklage kevin bacon jacob tremblay going all out with this thing yeah can't wait for that going uh, all out toxic avenger reboot gonna be fun all right uh the the woman from ted lasso's in it that's cool <laughs> she's the psychiatrist oh yes oh i didn't know she's that. in it oh. so that's cool there you go
0: prince of tides that's my favorite book <laughs> and on that note uh thank you both for coming on the show let's go to plugs uh manish why don't we go to you first plugs where can people listening find you online
2: yeah, find me on Twitter at TheMnish89. That's T H E M A N I M A N I S H 89. Also, follow my two podcasts at Queer Not Pod and at A There you
1: go. Uh, Matt Curion, what about you? Plugs. Find me anywhere, you media, your socials at the real Matt C. Uh, also, listen to Jacob DeNoble and I's podcast "Monsters Never Die," where we talk about monsters, their movies, their remakes, their ripoffs, and uh, we will never do a Toxic Avenger episode. That I promise you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was actually looking at copies of Toxic Avenger on Blu-ray, but they're kind of out of print. I'm like, I don't know. There's good. Like, there's like five of them, aren't they? I don't know. I I, I kind of want to. I think so. I Kind of want to see them because I, I I do remember watching them and being scarred by them as a kid. But um, but yeah, uh, I kind of want to see them as an adult. I'm but, good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, as for me, I don't know. I said I said them at the beginning where I, I, I'm recording the intro later. But yeah, talkfromsociety.com, etc. <laughs> etc. Et That's it. Uh, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Manish. And as always Anytime As always I say this at the end of every show. Hey, see you at the movies. No, I never say that. Alright, bye.